Welcome, everybody, to the DC Beer Show. Greetings, listeners, and happy Pride Month. We are DC Beer across social media, and we'll have a very special interview with the newest member of the DC Beer family in a moment. But first, as always, Brandy, Mike, what are you drinking? Well, I am drinking, well, long story short, I opened the fridge to see what beers I have available to drink during said podcast. And after the beer share, which I'll mention in a little bit, all the beers that were left over in the fridge were like Imperial such and such and bourbon barrel age, whatever. <laughs> like I'd rather not have 11% beer right now at a, you know, the time. So I picked my friend Simon and Brian's beer and Alejandro and Cameron. Hey, everybody. The Frori Light, which is the Italian Pilsner from Red Bear. 4.1. That's what I need right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike Stein, what you doing? <laughs> what am I drinking? I'm drinking a tart wheat ale with oysters. Also Ooh. known as <laughs> salt. I know who makes that beer. Thank you, Chapman family of Chincoteague, Virginia, for making this wonderful beer. I spent an hour in the garden weeding pulling, you know, vines and climbers that shouldn't be there out of the garden. So I was wrecked after an hour in the 93 degree heat. I am drinking a salts. And I have to say, shout out to Black Narrows, the family, the Chapman family. They've now opened Salts, the restaurant, which we had Mr. Chapman on a previous pod. And he was like, why can I get oysters in Chincoteague? And I'm lucky to get, you know, oyster crackers or like something else on a plate. But I can go to D.C. and they're like, Oh, this is a Tidewater oyster. This is like a Black Hog Farm oyster. This is a Prince Edward oyster. And so the elevation of food culture is so great. This beer is so great. I'm just grateful for the Chapmans. Uh, shout out to uh, Jenna and Josh and their whole family out there in Chincoteague, keeping us well hydrated, well cultured with our beer and oyster consumption. Jake, what's in your glass? Cheers to things opening. Speaking of which, Little Minor Taco which operates out of the Saver Food Hall in mm. Brentwood, Maryland, is opened up in the former Smith Public Trust place. Today is, we record this on Tuesday. It's Taco mm. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I'm so hungry. Uh, <laughs> what goes really well with three birria tacos? Acid cuts fat. And so I've got the breweries spritz this. Ooh. It comes in a cool looking slim can as if it were not like your normal LaCroix, but the mm. fancy high end like Pineapple, cucumber, mojito, mint, la croix. <laughs> it's 5.6%. It is a barrel-aged sparkling ale with white wine grapes. Oh, um, wow. Fancy. Yeah. It's just like you drink, drink it at 40, 45 degrees. I'm just I'm drinking it straight out of the can. It's absolutely marvelous. If they still have some at the brewery store, I highly recommend it for your next Taco Tuesday and or summer cookout. Jake's so fancy. You're so fancy. Spritz this. <laughs> Mike Stein, you have to have this Italian Pilsner. Holy shit. Shout out to Red Bear for crushing this. Oh I my God. I like that Italian good. Pilsner. And Oof. I saw, speaking mm. of lagers from Red Bear, mm -mm -mm. I saw there is a new Red Bear beer, hence lagers from Red Bear. This way comes for Pride Month. Yes. Cool graphics, too. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Red Bear. It has been, as they used to say, uh, the youngins used to say, a hot minute since we've had a beer share. 
And my house is always the house to host beer share unless it's, you know, at a brewery or whatever, or back in the day, Meridian Pint, you know, rest in peace. But I wanted to come back big way since most of us are all vaccinated. And so I sent out feelers to all my beer friends. I know it was a 95 degree day, but we made it work. We miss a lot of people because of the heat and people visiting New York randomly for some reason. But we had basically the first open, other than me, myself, um, Jake, Greg, and Richard beer share. And it turned out so well. We had Kofi Moreau from Sankofa, Richard Hartogs of Rocket Frog, Mark Burke and John Citrano from Streetcar 82 up in here. We had LT Brewer up at Hellbender stop by and, you know, some of my local beer friends. Shout out to Ezra and Ricardo. And everybody just came together, shared some really fantastic beer. We we had a good haul. We had a good haul that day. Oh, and Simon. Oh my God, Simon came. Duh. Hi, Simon. Love you. And I honestly cannot wait to have another beer share. So this was at my house in my backyard, as it usually is. And we all came together and cooled off with delicious beer. We're going to plan another one. And we're also going to plan an outing pretty soon, probably to Wheatland Springs in July. Honestly, given how hot it was, I could not have asked for a better turnout. So, you know, I'm sure you guys saw it on the Instagram and hopefully you'll be able to make it out to the next one. And boo to all the people that didn't make it, (laughs) that said they were coming and didn't show up. Hashtag Jake. So, and Tommy from Right Proper. Yeah, um, but but speaking of sharing, we here at DC Beer are about to share with you the newest member of the DC Beer podcasting family. Oh yeah! Take a listen to this interview. Woo-hoo. Greetings, DC Beer Show listeners. We are so excited to have our extra, extra, extra special guest here with us today. She is Sarah Jane. She is host of Beer Me Radio, and she's with us today as a new team member of the DC Beer team. We are so excited. So I've been lucky enough to have been on Sarah Jane's show before, but she's just such a special person. She's a wonderful person with a great interest in beer, in food. She's really put me in touch with some of the best culinary aspects of the industry and how beer should be elevated like food but also how beer is simple and and easy like food and and gives us great comfort. So I want to welcome to the the show, Sarah Jane. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, man, thank you. That was very sweet. I feel like you could easily do like my obituary or something, you know? Like should anything should anything happen, like you'd be able to like give like a really nice goodbye and sum me up in a very sweet way. So thank you for that. Of course. I will absolutely pad your obit. Your hubby and your sibling will be like, she didn't save 10 million (laughs) lives with a vaccine, but I'll put it in there anyways. No, totally. (laughs) You did have over 90 episodes. I believe the total number is 94 of the Beer Me podcast, and we're so excited to get it now. Normally, you know, we don't have podcasts between DC Beer Show weeks, but now we're going to get you with the DC Beer fam, and we're just so excited. So truly, thank you. Welcome to the fam. Hell no, yeah. Thank you all so much. Welcome I'm really Sarah excited. I'm... <laughs> she died how she lived. Talking about, talking about beer podcasting. 
So we're going to do a family-style okay. interview here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so I guess, like, the, fir- the first up, uh, Sarah Jane, is we usually ask people, what are they drinking? And so, Sarah Jane. Thank you. Welcome. What are you drinking? Like, what's really been hitting the spot for you during uh, the pandemic over the last 15 months or so? I'm currently drinking a really cool can of beer that Tim Liu from Neighborhood Restaurant Group gave me. It's from a producer out of Chicago, Oane. It's like a raspberry sour or something delicious like that. It's it's great. It's like one of those, you know, super funky fun beers. But all throughout the pandemic, like I've just wanted comfort, like just pure, pure comfort. So like any chance I could be drinking Fairwinds Kolsch, like that's what I was, that's what I was guzzling. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've been all about the Kolsch's and the, you know, lagers and... I've got two gaffles in the fridge. Yeah, right it's been now. like my like comfort blanket, you know, like as a as a small toddler carries around a teddy bear, I carry around Fairwinds Kolsch. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a five liter of gaffle in my fridge. Yeah, that's the move. So um, Wait, you did you did indeed <laughs> buy you did indeed buy the mini keg, Mike. <laughs> I really did it. I really did it. Mom and dad's fortieth wedding anniversary was yesterday. So we're really doing it. We're doing the five liter gaffle colch. Just to jump back into the Q&A part, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Sarah Jane, and like what to expect with the podcast? Yeah. So I have kind of a fun, weird uh, background. I started in culinary school, then got kind of sucked up into the beer world, studied history, culture, and education of beer in grad school, and uh, been in the restaurant hospitality industry for the past 15 plus years. And I I currently work for uh, Marriott headquarters for the global and U.S. beverage team. And I teach part-time for eCornell, some hospitality and a couple beer classes. And then uh, this podcast is such a happy, happy, bright spot. And I'm so grateful that I get to bring it back post-pandemic. And basically, I wanted to set out to create a podcast where it showed the beer world from so many different lenses and you could kind of get insight from people who, you know, not just brewers, but, you know, hearing voices from, you know, importers, educators, uh, distributors, so that people could see that the beer world is this really vibrant and exciting and multifaceted industry filled with really wonderful and insightful and creative people. So that was the dream. And I got to do it for a while. And then we took a little break. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. All right. Sarah Jane, how did you get into beer? When I was little, my dad used to do a lot of home brewing. And so I kind of enjoyed it starting there. But The story is actually kind of funny. When I was in culinary school, I was really into wine and I was really like excited and passionate about wine. And I remember I was, you know, in my advanced wines class and we went to this like industry burgundy tasting and I was so jazzed. And unfortunately, I was treated very poorly. I was kind of treated like, ugh, you need to prove yourself to be worthy. And it was kind of a bummer because the men in my cohort were not treated that way. So I was kind of bummed and turned off and sad. And I went home and my roommate who's from Portland, Oregon, who always had our fridge stocked with as nerdy a beer as he could get, kind of turned me on to the wonderful world of beer. And I remember at some point going to a beer tasting and everyone kind of had the attitude of like, oh my gosh, you like beer? I like beer. Yeah, we're already cool. So I was just 
it was something that I was welcomed into with open arms. And yeah, so that's what kind of made me leave the wine world completely. <laughs> exactly. I love, I love that. Yeah. Cause I feel the same way. That's why I hang out with beer people because you know, it's just the, the invitation and people not, well, I mean, there's still stigma around women in beer, but it's getting less and less. And I think it's great that I go to, I hang out at a person's house or go to a party or a gathering and I'm, I'm drinking the beer and then all the guys are drinking, you know, drinks with fruit in it or, you know, wine. I'm like, sorry guys, I got the beer. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. No, no, it's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I've definitely had some shitty experiences as a woman in the hospitality industry as all women yes. have, but it's definitely been far more welcoming for sure than the wine world ever was. So it's, it's a happy thing. Yeah. Sarah Jane, I'm, I'm wondering what are some places you sold beer and how have they shaped you? I, I know you sold beer in it in uh, a few different places. How have they shaped you? So I worked my way up at a restaurant in New York City, 11 Madison Park, super fine dining, three Michelin star restaurant. And I worked my way up there and eventually became the beer director. I didn't realize at the time that experience was such an anomaly. Like it just does not exist in most beer situations. I had a ridiculous budget. I could buy verticals of magnums of lover beer. I could build out an entire new cider list. I could get any kind of nerdy acquisition I could possibly want. I could sell beer at ridiculous markups. I mean, I was pairing beer with, you know, a 16 course tasting menu. We had some super old like JW Lee's. We had super old Harvestons that I would like port tongue table side. I mean, just all kinds of ridiculous (laughs) shit. I didn't realize how cool and how spoiled I was until I left. And when you work at a place like 11 Madison Park, you're in this like tiny little bubble and you have no idea what the other, you know, what the rest of the world is doing because you just basically live there. So that got me to be a real snob for sure. And then I worked at the Cannibal actually in New York City for a little bit. And it was a completely different setting. It was more like it was kind of like half retail, half like pub, half, you know, beer garden. And like they had a killer list, but it also taught me how beer doesn't need to be so pretentious. It can be just really lovely and you can still do a beer pairing without it being a 16 course tasting menu. And then after that, I sold beer. I was the uh, general manager at Birch and Barley Church Key in Washington, D.C. And that taught me a lot about draft systems. <laughs> As you guys probably know, Greg Anger takes his draft system very, very seriously. The way beer is served is very thoughtful, very precise, very immaculate. It also exposed me more to some American beers. And then I desperately missed fine dining. So I went back to Pineapple and Pearls and I still got to do fun beer stuff there. But now it's kind of interesting in my job, in my role, I work a lot with bigger beer companies, you know, AB InBev and Constellation. And it's been interesting to me, you've got people who are working with these massive sales and this this massive world of beer that I was otherwise really not exposed to previously. And everyone is just as educated and passionate and excited and kind. So I've seen a really big spectrum of beer. And after much inspection, everyone's awesome. And I still love it. (laughs) Sarah Jane, have you seen a hard seltzer pairing on a fancy menu yet? (laughs) No, I haven't. You know, it's funny, like, 
so like a hard seltzer, like when it first came out, like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm a snob, right? So I rolled my eyes, but honestly, like it is such, it pairs, it's an experience pairing. It's not a food pairing, right? It's an experience pairing. So like you're at a barbecue, you're at a ball game, like it's friggin' hot outside and you just want something refreshing and you don't want to get plastered because you're at the ball game with your kids or like whatever. Like it's an experience pairing and I get it. And it's also a good like gateway drug, right? Like it gets people in the door that might not be fully comfortable with beer. And then it also helps breweries like boost sales. Like what full transparency at DC Brow is like a pretty large percent of their sales, I imagine. And so if it keeps brands like DC Brow alive, sure. Yeah. Sell some hard bubbly. Go for it. (laughs) Sarah Jane, Mm. on your Beer Me podcast, what have been some of the most memorable or notable interviews that you've had? One of my favorite interviews was with John Hall. He's an author and he's done like podcasts and he's been a beer journalist for many, many, many years. So he wrote for All About Beer magazine, but he he's somebody I've long admired. And I interviewed him about his book, Drink Beer, Think Beer. And that was like one of those interviews where like I did a ton of research. I read the book cover to cover. I took notes. I had like quotes pulled out. And like I really tried to fake like I was a real journalist. And it just ended up being, it was like one of my best interviews. I was so excited. He had some great insights. And when we finished the interview, he was, he's like, hey, he's like, thanks for like actually doing research. Because he's like, I've done a million of these interviews. And like, not everyone's doing doing the research. Like, he's like, half the people haven't even read the book. And I was like, yeah, I did it. It, felt, <laughs> it was like one of those moments where like, I finally was just like, it all kind of started clicking. Because I mean, you have to understand when I first started this podcast, I had no media experience. And like, I think my first interview wasn't even aired because it was so bad, like just comically bad. So it felt really good to finally get that. And I, and I think that interview was like my ultimate favorite that I did. Awesome. That's a good answer. (laughs) Well, Sarah Jane, speaking of your podcast, what can we look forward to? We, all of us, the DC Beer team and the listenership, what can we look forward to coming up on your podcast? Yeah, I'm actually really excited. The the podcast itself is launching June 18th. And my first interview is with Katie Marisic. She's the Federal Affairs Director for the Brewers Association. I specifically wanted her as my very first guest for the kickoff, for the relaunch, because she was my very first guest that actually got aired when I first started. Oh, yeah. It was a little it was a little symbolic. So she's kicking it off. Expect similar guests to to what I had before, because I don't have to supply the guests in the studio anymore, which is actually kind of nice. I can go a little more international. So I'm working on booking a guest from Singapore, Scotland, Finally heard back from somebody in Italy. So definitely gonna branch out a little bit more and 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 have some have some fun with that now that I don't have to do a live show, which as you've experienced, live shows can be very stressful. So <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's an amazing reach. And we're super excited to hear these guests, these experts from all around the globe. Thank you very much, Sarah Jane. We all look forward Woo, to Sarah Jane. <laughs> as part of the DC Beer family. Yay. <laughs> everybody no i'm really i really appreciate it i'm really excited and i'm honored so thank you very cool thank you and welcome to sarah jane again that's dropping june 18th early in the show we discussed openings city state is now open we heard that there were lines 
that is good. Give them your money because they're a new business and new small business. And um, because we like James and he makes beer and you have money and you want to buy the beer. Also, the Sovereign, the NRG, neighborhood restaurant group, Belgian restaurant, will be reopening soon. How soon? End of the month soon is what we've been told. Hopefully more openings on that front coming soon and obviously more news as we know it. You should follow us on social media at DC Beer, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, because that is where we can give you said news in addition to the lovely DCBeer.com. Stay tuned for more from us. Brandy, Mike, you want to take us out? Last words, parting thoughts, parting shots. Go out and drink beer. Stay hydrated. But, you know, there's water in beer. <laughs> uh, watch out. Heat stroke is no joke. And I'll just finally say I've been watching High on the Hog, which is a wonderful, wonderful, you know, documentary on Netflix. And I'll just say that while they mention James Hemmings of Monticello, shout out to Peter Hemmings, the first uh, brewer at Monticello. So James Hemmings, first chef de cuisine of America, Peter Hemmings, I would, you know, say one of the most influential brewers in American history. You know, every month is Black History Month. We say Happy Pride Month now, but, you know, shout out to the original brewers of America, Black Brewers. So specific shout out to Kofi. I'm so sad I miss Kofi oh, uh, so on great. Sunday. I'm so yeah. jealous. Brandy, you had five breweries, six, half a dozen breweries represented in your backyard. I did, yeah. Mike, I, not only did you miss Kofi, you missed Elliot from Soul Mega at City what? State's opening. Ah, ah. yes. And you miss crabs. Greg, Greg brought crabs, which was the hit of the party. Of the Shout beer out shit. to Sankofa. Shout <laughs> yeah. out to the, the bounty of the land, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I miss y'all. I'll see you guys this summer. I promise. Good. We miss you. <laughs> we miss you, Mike. Let me know what you guys are drinking. And July is my birthday month, everybody at DC Beer Ooh. Fam. So we're going to have a lit AF Beer share. <laughs> bring, <laughs> bring all the beer. Because it's Brandy's turning 38. I'm old. Tell me. <laughs> Jake, Mike, I love you guys. Cheers, Cheers. Friends. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check us out on the socials at TC Beer. Tag us. Give us questions. And listen to the podcast and tell your friends. All right. Cool. Be safe. And we'll see you next time. Peace.